Geostatistics Explained, Chapter 15, Relationships Between Variables, Linear Correlation and Linear Regression. 15.1, Introduction. Often, Earth scientists obtain data for a sample where two or more variables have been measured on each sampling or experimental unit, because they're interested in whether these variables are related, and if so, the type of functional relationship between them. If the two variables are related, they vary together. As the value of one variable increases or decreases, the other also changes in a consistent way. If the two variables are functionally related, they vary together and the value of one, value of one variable can be predicted from the value of the other. To detect a relationship between two variables, both are measured on each of several subjects or experimental units, and these bivariate data are examined to see if there is any pattern. One way to do this, by drawing a scatter plot with one variable on the x-axis and the other on the y-axis, was described in Chapter 3. Although this can reveal patterns, it does not show whether two variables are significantly related or have a significant functional relationship. This is another case where you have to use a statistical test, because an apparent relationship between two variables may only have occurred by chance in a sample from a population where there is no relationship. A statistic will indicate the relationship, the strength of the relationship, together with the probability of getting that particular result, or an outcome with even more extreme, or an outcome even more extreme in a sample with, from a population where there is no relationship between the two variables. Two parametric methods for statistically analyzing relationships between variables are, co are linear correlation and linear regression, both of which can be used on data measured on a ratio, interval, or ordinal scale. Correlation and regression have very different uses, and there may have been cases where correlation has been inappropriately used instead of regression, and vice versa. After contrasting correlation and regression, this chapter explains correlation analysis. Regression analysis is explained in chapter 16. 15.2. Correlation contrasted with regression. Correlation is an exploratory technique used to examine whether values of two variables are significantly related, meaning whether the values of both variables change together in a consistent way. For example, an increase in one may be accompanied by a decrease in the other. There is no expectation that the value of one variable can be predicted from the other, or that there is any causal relationship between them. In contrast, regression analysis is used to describe the functional relationship between two variables so that the value of one can be predicted from the other. A functional relationship means that the value of one variable, called the dependent variable y, has some relationship to the other, called the independent variable x, in that it is reasonable to hypothesize that the value of y might be affected by an increase or decrease in x, but the reverse is not true. For example, the amount of pitting on limestone buildings is caused by dissolution resulting from acid rain, and is likely to be affected by the age of the building because older stones have been exposed to the elements for longer. The opposite is not true. The age of the building was not affected by weathering. Nevertheless, although the amount of weathering is dependent on the age of the building, it is not caused by age. It is actually caused by acid rain. This is an important point. Regression analysis can be can be used provided there is a good reason to hypothesize that the value of one variable, the dependent one, is less likely to be affected by another, the independent one, but it does not necessarily have to be caused by it. Regression analysis provides an equation that describes the functional relationship between two variables and, uh, and which can be used to predict values from the dependent variable of the dependent variable from the independent one. The very different uses of correlation and regression are summarized in Table 15.1. 15.3. 15 
linear correlation. The Pearson correlation coefficient, symbolized by the Greek rho for population and r for a sample, is a statistic that indicates the extent to which two variables are linearly related, and can be any value from negative 1 to plus 1. Uh, table 15.1, the contrast between the uses of correlation and regression. Oh, this looks helpful. Um, for correlation, it's exploratory. Are two variables significantly related? Uh, for regression, it's definitive. What is the functional relationship between the variable y and the variable x, and is it significant? And it's predictive. What is the value of y given a particular value of x? In correlation, neither y nor x has to be dependent upon the other variable. Neither variable has to be determined by the other. Uh, in regression, variable y is dependent on variable x. It must be plausible that y is determined by x, although y does not necessarily have to be caused by x. Okay, back to... Usually the population statistic rho is not known, so it is estimated by the sample statistic r. An r of plus 1, which shows a perfect positive linear correlation, will only be obtained when the values of both variables increased together and increase together and lie along a straight line. Similarly, an r of negative 1, which shows a perfect negative linear correlation, will only be obtained when the value of one variable decreases as the other increases and the points also lie along a straight line. Those are figure 15.1. In contrast, an r of 0 shows the lack of relationship between the two variables, and figure 15.1c gives one example where the points lie along a straight line parallel to the x-axis. While the points are more scattered, uh, when the points are more scattered but both variables tend to increase together, the values of r will be between 0 and plus 1, figure 15.1d, while if one variable tends to decrease as the other increases, the value of r will be between 0 and negative 1, figure 15.1e. If there is no relationship and considerable scatter, figure 15.1f, the value of r will be close to 0. Finally, it is important to remember that linear correlation will only detect a linear relationship between two variables. Even though the two variables shown in figure 15.1g are obviously related, the value of r will be close to zero. Okay, so we have a whole bunch of different plots here. Figure 15.1. Some examples of the value of the correlation coefficient r. A. A perfect linear relationship where r equals 1. Um, we just have a straight line with a positive slope. B, a perfect linear relationship where r equals negative 1. Perfect straight line with a negative slope. Uh, C, no relationship, r equals 0. That is a straight line parallel to the x-axis. Um, D, a positive linear relationship with r between 0 and 1. So we have a little bit of a scatter, but it's got a general positive slope. Um, and then, let's see. E, a negative linear relationship where r is between negative 1 and 0. So that's the same thing. That's a bit of a scatter, but still a pretty obvious negative slope. F, no linear relationship. r is close to 0. That's just a smattering of dots. And Y, where there's an obvious relationship, but not one that will be detected by a linear correlation. r will also be close to 0. So G is interesting. That looks... Um, almost parabolic, and it's very clear that they're related because they're all clustered together, but it doesn't really form a single line. It forms a, or, or at least not a straight line, it forms a curved line. 
15.4, calculation of the Pearson R statistic. A statistic for correlation needs to be needs to reliably describe the strength of a linear relationship for any bivariate data set, even when the two variables have been measured on very different scales. For example, the values of one variable might range from 0 to 10, while the other might range from 0 to 1,000. To obtain a statistic that, has always, that always has a value between 1 and negative 1, with these maximum and minimum values indicating a perfect positive and negative linear relationship respectively, you need a way of standardizing the data. This is straightforward and done by transforming the values of both variables to their z-scores, as described in Chapter 7. To transform a set of data to z-scores, the mean is subtracted from each value and the result is divided by the standard deviation. This will give a distribution that, is al that always has a mean of 0 and a standard deviation and variance of 1. For a population, the equation for z is uh, z equals xi minus mu all over sigma. And for a sample, it is z equals xi minus x all over s. Figure 15.2 shows the effect of transforming bivariate data measured on different scales to their z-scores. Figure 15.2. For any set of data, dividing the distance between each value and the mean by the standard deviation will give a mean of 0 and a standard deviation and variance of 1.0. The scales on which x and y have been measured are very different for cases a and b above, but transformation of both variables gives the distribution shown in C, where both Zx and Zy have a mean of 0 and a standard deviation of 1.0. I'll have to go back and look at that again. Once the data for both variables have been converted to their z-scores, it's easy to calculate a statistic that indicates the strength of the relationship between them. If the two increase together, large positive values of Zx will always be associated with large positive values of Zy, and large negative values of Zx will always be associated with large negative values of Zy. Figure 15.3a. There is, if there is no relationship between the variables, all of the values of Zy will be zero. Figure 15.3b. Finally, if one variable decreases as the other increases, large positive values of Zx will be consistently associated with large negative values of Zy and vice versa, figure 15.3c. This gives a way of calculating a comparative statistic that indicates to the extent to which the two variables are related. If the Zx and Zy scores for each of the units are multiplied together and summed, equation 15.3, data with a positive correlation will give a total with a positive value, while data with a negative correlation will give a total with a negative one. In contrast, data for two variables that are not related will give a total close to zero. Equation that I'm not going to read. Importantly, the largest positive, possible positive value of that equation will be obtained when each pair of data has exactly the same z-scores for both variables, figure 15.3a and the largest possible negative value will be obtained when the z-scores for each pair of data are the same number but opposite in sign, figure 15.3c. If the pairs of scores do not vary completely, uh, do not vary together completely in either a positive or negative way, the data, the total will be a smaller positive or negative number, uh, figures 15.3d and 15.3f. This total will increase as the size of the sample increases, so dividing by the degrees of freedom, n for a population and n minus 1, lowercase n minus 1 for a sample, will give a statistic that has been, quote, averaged, just as the equations for the standard deviation and variance of a sample are averaged and corrected for sample size by dividing by lowercase n minus 1. The statistic given by equation 15.4 is the Pearson correlation coefficient r.
figure 15.3. Examples of raw scores and Z scores for data with A, a perfect positive linear relationship, all points lie on a straight line, B, no relationship, C, a perfect negative linear relationship, all points lie along a straight line, D, a positive relationship, E, no relationship, and F, a negative relationship. Note that the largest positive and negative values for the sum of the products of the two z-scores for each point occur when there is a perfect positive or negative correlation, uh, relationship, sorry, and that these values, plus 3 and negative 3, are equivalent to n minus 1 and negative n minus 1, respectively. I'll have to go look at that later. All right, here's another equation I'm not going to read. More importantly, equation 15.4, that's the one I just mentioned, gives a statistic that will only ever be between negative 1 and plus 1. This is easy to show. In chapter 7, it was described how the z distribution always has a mean of 0 and a standard deviation and variance of 1.0. If you were to calculate the variance of the z scores for only one variable, you would use the equation 15.5. But because z is 0, this equation becomes 15.6. And because s squared is always 1 for the z distribution, the numerator of equation 15.6 is always equal to n minus 1. Therefore, a set of bivariate data where the two z scores within each experimental unit are exactly the same in magnitude and sign, the equation for the correlation between two variables is 15.7, which will be equivalent to 15.8. God, this is a lot of equations. Consequently, when there is a perfect agreement between uh, zx and zy for each point, the value of r will be 1.0. If the z-scores generally increase together but not all the points lie along a straight line, the value of r will be between 0 and 1 because the numerator of equation 15.8 will be less than n minus 1. Similarly, if every z-score for the first variable is the exact negative equivalent of the other, the numerator of equation 15.8 will be the negative equivalent of n, point, n minus 1. So the value of r will be negative 1. If one variable decreases while the, the other increases, but not all the points lie along a straight line, the value of r will be between negative 1 and 0. And finally, for a set of points along any line parallel to the x-axis, all of the z-scores for the y variable will be 0. So the value of the numerator of equation 15.6 and r will also be 0. 15.5 is the value of r statistically significant? Once you've calculated the value of r, you need to establish whether it's significantly different from zero. Statisticians have calculated this distribution of r for random samples of different sizes taken from a population where there is no correlation between variables. When rho is zero, distribution of values for r for many samples taken from that population will be normally distributed with a mean of zero. Both positive and negative values of R will be generated by a chance, and 5% of these will be greater than a positive critical value or less than its negative equivalent. The critical value will depend on the size of the sample, and as sample size increases, the value of R is likely to become closer to the value of rho. Statistical packages will calculate R and give the probability that the sample has been taken from a population where rho equals zero. 15.6. Assumptions of linear correlation. Linear correlation analysis assumes that the data are random representatives taken from larger population of values for each variable, which are normally distributed and have been measured on ratio, interval, or ordinal scales. A scatter plot of these variables will have what is called a bivariate normal distribution. If the data are not normally distributed, have been measured, uh, 
on nominal scale only, or the relationship does not appear to be linear, they may have been able to be they may be able to be analyzed by a non-parametric test for correlation, which is described in chapter 19. 15.7 Conclusion Correlation is an exploratory technique used to test whether two variables are related. It is often used to draw a scatter plot of the data to see if there is any pattern before calculating the correlation coefficient, since the variables may be related together in a nonlinear way. The Pearson correlation coefficient is a statistic that shows the extent to which two variables are linearly related and can have a value between negative 1 and positive 1, with these extremes showing a perfect negative linear relationship and perfect positive linear relationship respectively, while 0 shows no relationship. The value of r indicates the way in which the variables are related, but the probability of getting a particular r value is needed to decide whether the correlation is statistically significant. Question uh, 15.8 Questions 1. A. Add appropriate words to the following sentence to specify a regression analysis. I'm interested in, uh, quote, I am interested in finding out whether the shell weight of the fossil snail La literaria articulata, dot, 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 shell length, unquote. B, add appropriate words for the following sentence to specify a correlation analysis. Quote, I am interested in finding out whether the shell weight of the fossil snail, uh, literaria articulata, dot, 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 shell length, unquote. Two, run a correlation analysis on the following set of 10 bivariate data, given as the values of x, y for each unit, 1, 5, 2, 6, 3, 4, 4, 5, 5, 5, 6, 4, 7, 6, 8, 5, 9, 6, 10, 4. A. What is the value of the correlation coefficient? You might draw a scatter plot of the data to help visualize the relationship. B. Next, modify some of the y values only to give, uh, only to give a, heavily, a highly significant positive correlation between x and y. Oh, modify. <laughs> B. Next, modify some of the y values to give only a highly significant positive correlation between x and y. Here, a scatter plot might be able to help you decide how to do this. Finally, C. Modify some of the y values to give only significant negative correlation between x and y.